You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Thursday, so you know what that means. It is the Michigan Mailbag, a part of the Lockdown Wolverines podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. And don't look now, we have four days in a row of the Lockdown Wolverines podcast. I think I deserve a trophy. I think I deserve a trophy. At least like some cakes or cookies, but I can't have the cakes or cookies because I'm, like I said, I'm washing my girlish figure here. Another insane amount of walking today with Zuri, and we did it amidst having a hardball press conference and the fact that there's a basketball game tonight. Let's see if I can stay awake through the basketball game. I definitely will stay awake through your questions, so let's get to it, starting with our leaders and best, James Crudup at James Crudup 6 should we start to bash Jawan Howard and or giving everyone else credit so the NBA doesn't come calling? You know what? Let the NBA come calling because here's the thing. I don't think Jawan's going anywhere no matter who offers. That's it. The, I, Jawan is in a similar situation. It's the same deal as Jim Harbaugh not waiting for NFL offers to come to Michigan. And the reason why Jim Harbaugh hasn't left. Michigan special. Why people outside don't think that it's like, because you've seen some of those after the Ohio state game, you saw some of those tweets of like, you know, it's just a matter of time now. And it's like, no, it's, I would be shocked as, I mean, especially this year because it's like, oh yeah, he hasn't even gotten his number one class in like there's, it's just not happening. He's not going anywhere. 10 years down the line. Does you know Michigan has at least a couple Final Four appearances, a national championship to to his name? Does he maybe want to just go and see what it's all about? Maybe. I I honestly think like you saw that saw how Jawan was in the introductory press conference. I mean, I was twenty feet, fifteen twenty feet away. I was in the second row. Like that man loves Michigan, and it was a dream come true. It, it's not going to be a dream come true to go coach the Pelicans. You know, it's not his dream come true to be like, well, I just really, I just always wanted to, to, to be a Charlotte Hornets coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, let the NBA come calling. It'll be that much more powerful. And he's like, listen, the NBA want me. I don't want the NBA. Josh Barra, Jadicky. I've seen the commentary that Smith as in Mike Smith may return, but any chance Sean D does as well. And I think that's really interesting. Uh, you have more questions, but I'm going to, uh, I'm going to answer that. I think it's certainly a possibility, especially if he doesn't think his draft stock is necessarily super high. For a year, why not? Seems to be the case with Smith, probably. Why not? Best moment of sports schadenfreude so far this year has to be Illinois losing to MSU after accusing Michigan of ducking them. Rolling on the floor laughing, agree or disagree. That was the emoji, of course, spelled out. Uh, I won't go that far. I can't, not that I can think of anything. And I, I know this year's young. It's 2021. I, I can't think of much. I, I it might be because I can't think of anything else that was like, okay, that's hilarious. But 
I mean, yeah, they, they cried about it so much. And it's as if it wasn't going to get rescheduled and it did, you're going to have your chance. And now guess what? You're that much further down because you lost to Illinois because you looked pedestrian in that game. And I watched half of it. So I guess I do agree. Michael Wolf, my brother in battle, Adam Wolf 21 is Harbaugh still going to be involved with coaching QBs, even though they hired a coach for the position. Uh, I'd imagine to some capacity, but it seems like he's probably still going to be a big picture guy. So we'll see what that looks like. I would, I expect him to have more of a hand in everything than he did before. That's the thing. People say like, oh, if he just takes his thing, like I read something, I think it was from Stuart Mandel in the athletic. Like if he just lets Josh Gaddis do his thing and it's like, how do you know Josh Gaddis isn't doing his thing? Conversations I've had have made it seem like Josh Gaddis has done his thing. So I think he'll be more involved, just kind of, especially new defensive coordinator, never done it before. Said today, by the way, that like Mike McDonald was the type of guy that was on the verge of being an NFL defensive coordinator. So if you got a guy that is NFL defensive coordinator level, before you know, if you you managed to get him before another team could scoop him up, that's all the better for for Michigan in the end. But we'll see what's going on there. Uh, Trent Noop at Trent Noop, our writer for Wolverines Wire, be on the lookout tonight for his. Uh, well, you could go and check out the Iowa preview, uh, which is up now, and he'll have the uh, the good, the bad, and the MVP from the game afterwards. Uh, rumor on the street is that Michigan is now a basketball school. Any truth to that? Hate to break it to you, buddy, but no, it's not. It's it, here's the thing. Uh, and this is some inside baseball, and I think I've said it on the show before. Ba- like when basketball is insanely good, I'm talking final, you know, on Final Four, all of that. That's the only time in which I see Michigan basketball fans or Michigan fans care as much about basketball as a whole than football from a page view standpoint. When Michigan's making a run at a national championship, people care a ton. And let's not like it. I'm not saying that people don't care because Chrysler regularly sells out when the team is good. Uh, there are certainly a passionate amount of fans, but it just does not compare like football. It's, I, th- I think the thing that I've mentioned also recently is my best friend saying, he you would trade one national championship year of football for ten years of zero basketball. Zero. I think there's a lot of Michigan fans that would take that trade. So unfortunately, no, I don't think it's a basketball school. I know that a lot of people like to joke about it. Uh that said, it is a proud program and a proud tradition. So I'm not downplaying that. It's just football is king around here. And comp, comp, if you're going to compare the two, they are not comparable. I wish they were because that would make this stretch more fun in general. <laughs> and I, I'm not talking about this year. This year's plenty of fun. But I'm talking like in general, in a given year, when bas- say basketball has a year like it did in, what, 2017, where it wasn't, you know, wasn't very good and they got hot in the end and people started getting excited and then they lost in the, uh, in the Sweet 16. You know, something like that. Okay. Like that was, that got to be fun, but otherwise it was just like, it just, 
people do not care nearly as much, and I wish they did. Jimmy Whitner at Jimmy Whitner one. What position group do you see making the biggest improvement from last year? Number two, if we bring in only one position in the transfer portal, what position would it be? Uh, I'll answer the second one first. And now I don't know who they're going to get because the names that I was told that I brought up were uh, are either off the table. Like Jimmy Johnson went to Texas A&M. Treshawn Hayward went to, I think he went to Arizona. I can't remember. Arizona State, one of the two. Um, went somewhere. <laughs> I know that. Henry Tutu is a lock to go to Alabama. Um. I don't remember the other one that was like a, yeah, that's who they're really going for. But, oh, um, Diallo, Mohamed Diallo. I don't know what his deal is. I would still guess like if they were going to find someone in the transfer portal, they'd be looking for linebacker help, especially because they just lost a couple linebackers. So I think that that would be the place that they would target the, the biggest. As far as position group making the biggest improvement from last year, I'm going to go running backs because – uh, this isn't a, a slam on Jay. I think J- Jay was a, was a fine running backs coach, but I just think that the rotation is going to be smarter. Instead of having four players that you're trying to play, you've got three. That's a little bit better, a lot more manageable. Even if they like, it's almost like yeah, you probably aren't going to screw that up too bad. If if they if they went back to the same kind of uh, tomfoolery from last year, but uh, I think that the uh, the running backs are going to be outstanding this next year. I really, really do. And I think it's going to be a big difference. Uh, bonus in the leaders and best fellow writer of Wolverines wire, Brandon Knapp at BNAP logs, which Michigan basketball team would win if they played each other 2012, 13 squad or 2020, 21 squad that both have excellent coaches, depth and a solid starting five. I have to, I would have to see how 2021 finishes because there's still you know there's still regular season left there's still the playoffs with that in mind I'm going to have to give the nod to 2012 13 because it was kind of similar in the sense that they had a really incredible uh group of starters they could kill you with any player I but I don't feel like at the same time that I say that Michigan beat Kansas. They were very lucky to beat Kansas. It felt for for 38 minutes, it felt like Kansas was vastly superior to that Michigan team. It was just a team of destiny, essentially, that just didn't finish. Uh, so I, I would put my money on 2012-13. But as far as what we've seen from this current group, I think it's deeper. I think the coaching is even smarter. I think it's incredible, to be honest. Uh, But I I can't pick them yet until I've seen more. All right. We've got more questions coming up. But one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage, food, vacation. Why would you choose to spend up to 30 or 100%? More for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil. Heck, you even get new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. 
The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on to their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We continue with the Michigan Mailbag with Jim at Jim in the North. Why can't we keep players? Is this the case for every college team or worse for us? My grumpy old man is coming out wondering why these players don't want to stick around and compete for a job, but rather just blow town as the state of college football or just our program. Um, I think, I mean, you had a legitimate program issue with 2017, I think. Outside of the 2017 class, I think it's just college football because, yeah, you lost some players. I, I, I think that it didn't matter if Zach Charbonnet was at Michigan I don't think it would have mattered if he was at Ohio State. I don't think it would have mattered where he was. He was going to end up playing back on the West Coast. Ben Van Sumeren is a type of guy that was a casualty to the scheme. Like I said the other day, I ran into him on the street. I mean, I'm, I'm flabbergasted that he went to Michigan State, but ran into him on the street and he said, you know, scheme doesn't fit me. Okay. Holistic changes are going to see guys go out. Joe Milton, I'm assuming, based off of my limited conversation with him, that he didn't feel like he was going to be the starter. Got three years of eligibility left. Can go and transfer and and be a guy immediately. As Jim Arbaugh said today, that, you know, quarterbacks in particular leaving, that's just college football at this point. Happens all the time. Happens to every program. I know it's alarming when you see like, okay, they lost Brandon Peters. They lost Dylan McCaffrey. Now they lost Joe Milton. You know, if JJ McCarthy starts, they'll, you know, very well could lose Cade McNamara. That's just unfortunately how it works right now. So I would not be freaking out or anything. Again, 2017, you had some issues outside of that one particular year. I think everything's fine. Jim continues with three more questions. It seems like Brian Jean-Marie wanted to go for a while. Do you think they knew this was coming? I'm just just made it happen so quickly, and now we have another unknown quantity uh, coaching the most important position. Uh, I wouldn't call Weiss an unknown commodity. As I mean, he again, he's a guy who was a high-level position coach at one of the best NFL franchises. I, I don't. It's funny because like if with McDonald. And with Weiss, if when Jim Harbaugh came to become Michigan's head coach, if you would have told Michigan fans that they like, yeah, they just got 
a guy that coached multiple positions for the Baltimore Ravens in Matt Weiss. And they just got, uh, as their defensive coordinator, a guy that coached the linebackers at Baltimore, a team that always awesome on defense, always at stopping the run. And in his tenure for three years, incredible at both of those things. People would have been going nuts. People would have been going insane. I just think it's weird that people are not like, was it questionable to me? Just again, like I, I, I thought that, okay, go and find a linebackers coach, but like they, they swung for the fences for Christian Robinson. He stayed at Florida. I think that might've made John Marie kind of feel like, well, I can probably go, <laughs> you know, like he stuck around for a minute, but like nothing telling you like you're not wanted as much as them trying to hire your replacement, you know? And I think it's, I think it's fine too, in the sense of hello, coached linebackers at Maryland last year. We'll get to Ron Bellamy. We've got questions about him later here, but you know, any indications that Harbaugh has any of his old fireback like he did in the, uh, when, like when they did the class and the grass uh, practices, like practices and competition all the time, that seemed to work. Then we stopped. Uh, I don't know. I hope so. I think having a young coaching staff that's fired up is going to help, regardless of if he seems as fired up or not. Is having spring ball early problematic in that they only have so much time and by starting and ending early they have more dead time till the season no it's like a couple weeks either they would have started when they did this week or they would have started like at, at the latest three weeks from now no i'm not i'm not concerned with a three week three week difference if anything they were better usually when they had spring ball at uh around this time so if you want to make any correlation, I'd say that. All right. Jonathan Joseph at JJ Joseph 2156 as promised, put you up in segment two, which player are you looking most forward to seeing after spring to see improvement, not counting freshmen. See, you had the caveat and I was going to say Donovan Edwards and then not counting freshmen. Dang it. Okay. Um, ones that I want to see most improvement from, I guess, I mean, it would have to be on the defensive side, I feel. I mean, maybe not. Maybe the quarter quarterbacks because you just want to see. So I guess Cade. <laughs> because, like, I mean, because, again, if the offense can just score, the def- doesn't matter as much what the defense is doing. And I think the offense is built to score. So I, I guess quarterback would be my answer. Um, other than that... I guess I, I will give you a defensive side. Actually, I'll, I'll tell you what, defensive line, I don't know who, but whoever ends up being your nose, who ends up being that, that guy in the middle, is, is it is it Donovan Jeter, is it Chris Hinton? Whoever that is, that's who I want to see improve. I want to see Chris Hinton really improve because he's a five-star. That's what I want. Okay, we figured it out. We got it together. Also in segment two, who is in segment three, as promised now, Zach at Zach Woodruff 3. I know you don't follow recruiting closely. I follow it closely. I just don't, you know what I mean? I don't cover it as closely as I used to. But I'm interested in your thoughts on likely uh, 2022 QB recruits. I'm hearing Aller, as in Drew Aller, Jackson, and Klubnik as of now. I'll take Steve's Steve Lorenz, who was on the podcast uh, two days ago, his word for it. Drew Aller seems like the one that uh, the Medina, Ohio, high four-star now after the update. 
he'd be the one that I'd have my eyes on. Uh, that's that's who I feel would be the one most likely to end up in the class. Also helps to get one from Ohio that you know that Ohio State's probably not taking with Quinn Ewers in the class. Again, like Steve said. I'm just parroting what he said. Zach Van Lenti at Lenti Zach. And I always, ever since you said I say your name right, I always feel like I'm going to say it wrong now. Uh, do you think if Harbaugh had insisted that Brown change up the way he signaled his plays, that Brown would still be the DC? Um, maybe. I think that's certainly possible. Because I think, again, like if you look at, like I mentioned the other day with uh, like games like Wisconsin, you know, it was just really evident to me that Wisconsin knew what was coming before it was coming. I think the defense would have looked a lot better. So very well could have been. Uh, continues with defensive performance last year being as bad as, as it was. Are you surprised there are more assistant coaches on the offensive side of the ball? Well, there aren't now. It's it's even again at five and five now that Bellamy moved over to safety's coach. I was for a minute, though. I absolutely was surprised. Finishing us out in segment two, Spencer Whitmore at Spencer Whitmore. I know it's early, and I've never been the Heisman QB type, but I think Cade starts the year and McCarthy ends it. Thoughts? Um, I think it's a possibility. But, I, again, I feel like we're underselling Cade. I really do, and I'm guilty of it as anyone. I think we're underselling what Cade McNamara brings to the table. Let's not forget, he's the leading passing leader in Nevada. And I know Nevada's not exactly, but keep in mind, Nevada is Bishop Gorman. That's a high, that's a top 10 high school. Bishop Gorman had Dorian Thompson Robinson, and I know we all love to make fun of, uh, what's his name? Tate Martell. It had both those guys, and McNamara shattered their records. I think it's possible, but I think we're underselling Cade. I think if Cade stays healthy, then and he and he starts the year as the starter, he might run with it. That's where I'm going to go with. All right, we will continue with more here in just a moment. But I got to tell you about BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, the NHL—they're all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards shows, TV shows, reality TV. Go and bet on the Real Housewives of Dubuque. I know that's not a thing. It should be. I want a bunch of Real Housewives taking place. And I've never seen a Real Housewives show, but my my one of my best friends, Corinne, always watches them. So I always am teasing her, like, how's Real Housewives in Des Moines? How's Real Housewives in Oklahoma City? Whatever. Uh, anyway. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online as you covered for all the news, the scores, and the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. So head over to betonline.ag, sign up today, receive that 50% welcome bonus with the promo code locked on with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we got five to finish us out. Let's do it strong. Brandon at Brandon S616, representing, I'm assuming, the west side of the state of Michigan. Number one, he's got three questions. You said you're not a fan of the team. Is that due to having to cover the team as a career? I'll answer that straight away. Yes. 
uh, I was very much a fan of the team. Uh, before that's how I still have the passion for Michigan, but I the the way best way I can put it is, if Michigan loses, nothing happens to me emotionally. It does a little bit when it happens to Ohio State, but other than that, nothing. But that's because I hate Ohio State. But nothing happens to me emotionally at all. It used to. And it was something that I had to purposefully and systematically get rid of because it's hard to do your job when you're, you know, internally crying about a loss. When you're all upset about it. So, yeah, I mean, but I I went to Michigan. I was born at University of Michigan. I was able to sing the victors since I was two, three picture of me circulate that I circulate on Instagram every now and again, Facebook and all of that with me is wearing a Michigan uniform and I was all of like four years old. So, uh, yeah, a lot of that. Number two, do you know how the spring practices are scheduled? It's a 15 straight couple days in between. Um, that's not straight. They, they had the day off today. I don't know exactly. I, I, I'm assuming it's like three a week. Um, cause they started on Monday might be like an every other day type thing because they they didn't have they had one on Monday they had one yesterday uh, I can attest to that just from walking by um, so I'm guessing it's three a week is how they're how they're doing it so three a week for five weeks that makes sense number three lots of backlash for the last minute QB coach hire do you think it is blown out of proportion I absolutely do now. Again, I I thought okay if you're gonna go get a guy, you need a linebackers coach. But if it, I think they took like the the same kind of idea as some teams do in the NFL draft, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Go get the best coach available. I think it's an incredible hire in the sense of you got went and got a guy that is really really good as a coach. Another guy that comes from Baltimore, like. It, Again, this isn't like we're talking about like, yeah, they went and got some guy from the Detroit Lions that's related to the Ford family that just was like a nepotism dude. No, it's totally like anything that anyone coming out of that Ravens organization is gold. You know? It's just it is what it is. Jimbo Wink at Jimbo Wink 1. What's the lowest graded position group to you and what steps are they taking to improve it? For me, it's the linebackers, but that's just also because I don't know anything right now. I don't know how this, you know, the personnel and the scheme works together. I think it could rise quickly, but I mean, I think that you're going to be using some relatively young players who haven't really seen the field, like Kalel Mullings, Nikai Hill Green. Uh, as far as steps they're taking to improving it, I mean, they're. Uh, they hired new coaching staff. So <clears throat> that's that's kind of everything on the defensive side of the ball. They hired new coaching staff. Statos at Statos is my name. With so many coaches trying things for the first time, Bellamy at safeties, White's at QB, hired three days before spring. More on offensive line, McDonald's at uh, DC. How do you think it works out? We'll see. I know that's not what you want to hear, but. I have, I think Bellamy would be just fine as safety. He's a head coach. Yeah, he played wide receiver, but he knows football. Clearly, he's been overseeing a team that he took from, <coughs> excuse me, from nothing 
and made him a state champion. Again, I'm coming around more on the Weiss hire. At quarterbacks coach, again, if he was brought on in one of Harbaugh's first couple years, people would be saying, what a brilliant hire. But everyone's so skeptical of everything. Sharon Moore, if you want to, how can, can you be skeptical? Like, if you're skeptical of saying, well, Bellamy was an art wide receiver and he's coaching safeties. Why, you know, there's no reason to be skeptical of Moore coaching the offensive line because he was an offensive lineman at Oklahoma. McDonald at defensive coordinator. That's, I mean, that's the big one. We'll see how that'll work. How does this scheme work? How does it, how does it work in the big 10? How does it work in practice? How does it work with the personnel? But if he is what Jim Harbaugh said he was today, then I think it'll work out fine. But we'll have to, we have to see it in games. Leon Adams at LL Adam. Daxton Hill has to be questioning the quality of coaching he has gotten. Can Bellamy develop Dax and recruit the position at a high level? I loved him as our wide receivers coach. I mean, yeah, because here's a part of it. You just need to know what you, what is happening at the position. And I think a lot of ways just like Gaddis being a wide receivers coach for so long. In a lot of ways, it's great to have a guy that played the opposite position because Bellamy knows what wide receivers want to do. And he also knows what safeties want to do, but he also knows what, you know, he, he, he really knows what wide receivers are trying to do because he played it at Michigan. He played it in the NFL. So I don't think Daxton Hill has to be questioning the quality of coaching that he's about to get questioning having his position coach being a grad assistant last year. Yeah. I think there, there you really can question it. No offense to Ashawn Larkins finishing us out uh, for the episode. Jacob Chavaria at Jacob one seven, two one thirty nine fifty. Do you know what happened to Eli Brooks's tooth? Does Michigan pay for the athletes dental? If it's sports related, someone get that man his tooth back. I'm sure they do. Um, I, I would absolutely, I mean, you essentially, even just being a student at Michigan have essentially free health care If things are the same as what they were when I was in college, like I, I didn't, I could go to university of, of Michigan. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but there was a, there's a building like UM health or whatever that I, that I could go to and get free whatever and then like if they sent me a referral to the hospital or whatever that's all covered so yeah um but what happened to his tooth obviously yeah we know what happened to his tooth i'm sure he'll get it back in after the season all right that'll do it we'll be back tomorrow on friday to talk about the michigan iowa outcome we'll talk about things that jim harbaugh said anything else that comes up in the meantime so appreciate you listening we'll talk to you then peace